0: KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is the Rundown, Philadelphia's local news podcast. I'm Jay Scott Smith here with Brian Seltzer and Sabrina Boyd circa, and we're getting set to head into, as hard as it is to believe, the last weekend before Christmas. And whether you're planning in to stay in and bake cookies or hit the town for some holiday festivities, We've certainly got you covered today.
1: There's so much to do in the city and there's never enough time. But, you know, I always feel like because I had out of town for the weekend of Christmas, it comes way faster than I expect it to. And then I've missed things. So we're going to make sure that you don't miss anything. And John McDevitt is going to tell you everything you can go out in the city and do this weekend.
2: And we promise there are no ulterior motives whatsoever (laughs) to having Denise Nakano in the studio for this episode.
0: None. None whatsoever. whatsoever. She
1: did not bribe us.
0: We, she, she did. She <laughs> did not force her to do anything. We, we, she, she
1: volunteered this on
0: her own. She did this all of her own free will, and that's what she will tell you when she comes in here. So you know what? Let's stop running our mouths because we we need to get cookies into them. Let's welcome in today's first guest. Now, if you listen to our Halloween episode of the Rundown, you might remember we brought in KWW News Radio's midday anchor and my good friend Denise Nakano. and she is back again, and given her outstanding ability to just do amazing things with pumpkins we figured she had to have something (laughs) in line right jay that's look uh, this we're keeping this as clean as possible she does wonderful things with pumpkins with stained glass with all these different artistic things you had to have something in line for christmas as well so with that denise welcome back to the rundown How are you you. doing and what do you have for us today?
3: What I have, because I like to do this every year and maybe for each of the holidays, is put together like sugar cookies and decorate them. I really enjoy that. Now, if you remember, I spoke about it last time. I'm not really a sweets person. I'm more of a savory person, but I do love the idea of creating and also, you know, uh, Making things, and so if it's a cookie, I'll give it to somebody else. Not necessarily eat it, but I just really, really enjoy it. So I've got these sugar cookies. I want you guys to see it because I, I went in um, one of these cookies, dear Santa, uh, define naughty
0: oh is one <laughs> of <Okay. laughs>
3: and then I went the ugly sweater route. So I did some like ugly sweaters with like you know a snowman on it, looking pretty gaudy. Wow, and some uh, cookies with uh, the lights on them you know, Excellent. With, the, the, with the Christmas lights,
0: lights. The, yeah, qu- Christmas lights Christmas on the sweater, sweater we, we've got to get pictures of all these. I know um, I
1: hate to uh, postpone our eating these, but we have to take some pictures and put these up yeah, on those our sweater. Are... <laughs> and then a little truck
3: carrying a, a tree. Uh, no. So, anyways, it's you know it's, it takes a, a, you know some royal icing, sugar cookies. You get your favorite cookie cutter, and then you put it together. I also you know because I don't come empty-handed. I bring the cookies, but I also bring eggnog too, so you guys can enjoy that. You know,
0: this is just regular ed- eggnog, by the way. This <laughs> it is,
1: is it's not. Not this spiked this at is, all. is not
0: the spike diagnosis. I mean we've
1: never had alcohol this is while not, doing this. This show is before. not co,
0: this is not Coquito for, oh, for, I love for that. my Boriquas we out there. No, we're not doing any of that it's either. But we've got to get pictures of these cookies because Denise, I always marvel at this. And by the way, when you say sugar cookies, you're speaking my language because I'm a huge sweets guy to begin with. And there's another one. She just pulls it out of the bag. They're just coming out of their left it's and like right.
3: A, it's like a magic trick. So pull it out of the bag.
0: I'm going to ask you the same question I asked you back in October when we talked about your ability to just do all these cool things artistically. What first inspired you to be able to do this? Like, what was the first time you just said, you know, let's do some sugar cookies and get creative with it?
3: I think I started out with cupcakes. And then I like the idea of being able to decorate that went to cakes and then I said, Oh, I'm going to try the sugar cookie because I saw, and it was probably online where I saw that you can make different designs. And, and for me, it's like, you know, taking my mind off of the world world and just going into, to my own world. So it's my way of relaxing and I, I just like to, to make new things. So
0: looking at this, what else do you have for when you get to Christmas? Clearly you've got the cookies here. What else is it that you're doing as we're heading toward, because we're only, nine days off of Christmas. So I know there are plans there for what you've got coming next week.
3: Oh my gosh. I think I'm just trying to get, keep myself together and just you know, take care <laughs> of the errands and, you know, get through work and, you know, family obligations and all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy in the books for that, but, um, you know, you know, you just look forward to getting together with your family and, you know, creating meals and, and anything that can bring you together.
0: Now, our broadcast partners over at NBC10 were fortunate enough to have had you around for years beforehand, so I know this is not the first time that you've shown up bearing gifts and baked goods. What are some of the things that, if we went back over to a couple friends of ours over there, that they would say that you brought in that just blew them away?
3: Oh, gosh. I think during um, you know our Super Bowl win, I think that day I ended up making a, a cake with uh, you know, field goals and... And a football and things like that, I, you know, and bringing cupcakes when I I feel like it, like lemon cupcakes, chocolate cupcakes, what have you. Um, More of these kind of cookies, but on different holidays. And, you know, I I like to draw here and there, too. So I think I left some stuff on, like, dry erase boards (laughs) that I can sign (laughs) off on, too, around the building there.
0: (laughs) So I am wondering, are there any other baking tips you can share? Like, what are some of the secrets to Denise Nakano's sugar cookies? Assuming oh that, gosh. assuming that we're allowed you to you actually yeah. discuss yeah. these you things on there. You know I think
3: like the the best ingredient and one of my favorites, and it, when like I do crepes or some other things, is like put le- uh, vanilla, vanilla mm. extract in, in these is, is important. So, it uh, just kind of gives it the extra pizzazz. But otherwise, it asks you know calls for some salt, but don't put too much of that. Add your vanilla, and you know it's of course it's sugar and butter, and then you got your you got your sugar cookie right there.
0: If my memory serves me correct, you had some great. Halloween decorations. What are the Christmas decorations looking like?
3: Oh, my goodness. Uh, not much going on. I mean, we've got, like, the trees up and the ornaments on them. Uh, not too crazy with the Christmas decor right now. You're <laughs> like I, I, you know, I, I mean, I think you have to kind of just, like, make do with what you end up, you know, having in terms of juggling things in life. So <laughs> that's a little bit on the back burner. It's like Christmas is already next week. You know, I know. it's, it's kind of hard you. to imagine,
1: right, that it's I just, already... I just Already finished here. decorating last night, in part because my decorations just arrived recently. Uh, on, once they were <laughs> we, reshipped by about Amazon. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I, I will not let this go. But but they arrived, and I finally decorated the the front of my house. And yeah, I mean, I feel that too. I'm like, it's you know, it's not as all out as I would have liked to have gone, but like, I, I have what I have. And I have the energy that I have. Exactly right. You made these cookies. That's more energy than I would have put into
0: anything. I don't think people understand. Like, I sit next to Denise. Jay's
1: like, what else you got for me? <laughs> what
0: else are you bringing? You know, listen, there's a. You know, you know, we're charging a cover charge to come into these studios these days. You must come there and get some food. But no, I, I sit next to Denise in the office and to understand for one her energy is infectious when she comes in the office anyway no matter how bad the day is or good the day is there's a smile coming out of that studio whenever she whenever she's here you joined us just as the pandemic was in the midst of everything
3: yeah i mean one I'm year full time as the midday anchor and then i think it was like just 5 months before that so, so you're, yeah and you're, you're, year, and a year and a half you're you're
0: a year and a half here how nice has it been to be able to do some of this with more people around this year, as opposed to last year?
3: Hey, it's it's great. Like spread the joy.
0: I love it. <laughs> you know?
3: I mean, uh, it it was so lonely. I it was like a, a skeleton crew coming in here, but to see so many more people has has been fantastic. And then to be able to spread the love and joy. Hey, you know, it's the more the merrier. So it's been really really wonderful to see everybody. Now I passed over some eggnog, and I see Brian just cracking up right now because he hasn't remembered trying eggnog. I want to see the what? reaction on this. What's the, I don't the, know
2: what's how you've lived well, this long
1: without trying eggnog.
2: What, yeah, What is the verdict, Donnie? Well, we're going to take a sip in a moment. Yeah, I'm not sure if I I, I... I certainly don't have a conscious memory of tasting eggnog or what the taste of eggnog is like. So I'm, I'm sniffing it first. I'm wondering if I should do like the wine thing where I put it on the table and swirl it around. Swirl it. I feel like I might need a stir, but... It is uh, a little thick. There, there uh, is I'm no... Sure. no my, there, beard's, my beard's heavy right now, so I'm wondering if... <laughs> I'm going to get stuck, but we'll give it a
0: sip right now. Oh,
3: my gosh. <laughs>
0: Frothy and creamy, very (laughs) smooth. Yeah. And and we made sure that there's, and there is no ham or pork involved in this, because we've already been worrying about Brian possibly having to (laughs) rescue him from this. Denise, you you know how much we enjoy this, as she's taking pictures of Brian right now. (laughs) Having sampled this the eggnog. This, this is a big moment. This is a huge moment. Denise, we couldn't ask for a better person to come mm-hmm. in here and do this. One of the most talented and just genuinely wonderful human beings you will ever meet is Denise oh, Nakano. So
3: sweet. Thank you. Big Brian's moves by Brian here.
0: Goes, going right shot. on it's in there what with the eggnog. Do, do you dip the cookies so. in the eggnog? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to see how it works. <laughs> he learns like, fast Brian, Brian learning about the eggnog is like when Giannis figured out like wait you put ore- you can dunk Oreos in milk and that's that's open right. my whole eyes up to this whole thing and now you know. we leave
3: here with a
1: sugar rush that's that, right, right? Mm-hmm. which is
0: all we needed when we have to run in here and do what we do
1: yeah. we need the rush but the crash later is going to be, yeah, gonna be talk, right talk. about at three o'clock Jen. oh lovely
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if they're wondering why I sound the way I sound for Philadelphia's afternoon news you can blame the anchor of Philadelphia's midday news <laughs> the wonderful Denise Nakano thank you so much for coming down here and joining us again in your very tight schedule anytime to, to thanks spread, for inviting me to spread the the joy and you can leave that bag here with us <laughs> we'll take care of that on the way out too that's Denise Nakano and when we come back KYW's John McDevitt will give you a guide to all the things to do this weekend this final weekend before we head into Christmas and not just throughout Christmas but throughout the rest of this winter season here in the city of Philadelphia keep it right here with us you're listening to The Rundown Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Jay Scott Smith with Sabrina boyd circa and Brian Seltzer. And to most of us, Christmas is more than just a day. The holiday celebrations are happening all around the Philadelphia area, all month long. And K1W's John McDevitt has gotten the most out of them. So he's here to tell us what's going on in terms of all the winter festivities happening here in the city of Philadelphia. John, welcome back to The Rundown. Thanks. Great being here. So, John, let's start with a classic Philadelphia tradition The Christmas Village at Love Park and Dilworth Park. Now, there are a few new things happening there this year.
4: There are. And Jay, this is the 14th year that the Christmas Village has set up shop at Dilworth Park and the courtyard of City Hall as well as across the street at Love Park. Uh, In addition to dozens of vendors inside individual wooden booths resembling a Bavarian village, all sorts of merchandise is being sold to fit your holiday shopping needs. There's also food, drink. And that includes adult beverages there's entertainment too the Christmas village features a new upgraded double decker carousel and a German food court
0: this year when you were at the Christmas village, who were some of the people that you managed to talk to while you were there? We spoke with Sophia Carrera from Germany she's doing
4: public relations for the village
3: I'm so happy I really it feels like you're in Germany <laughs> yeah it feels like a traditional German Christmas village. We're having the German food as well in our Christmas village. We're having the Alm, which is like a traditional German beer garden. Really nice, um, so you can really, you can taste Germany, you can see Germany, you can feel it <laughs> when you're there.
4: Ashley of North Philly and her four-year-old son Adonis were just getting off that new double-decker carousel. What was your animal? What, what were you riding? Did you say hummingbird? Hummingbird.
1: I think it's great. It's good for the families and everyone who comes to visit their family that lives here. some for them to do. And where are you
3: from? I'm from here. Born and raised
1: no, North Philadelphia, but I work um, at the terminal, the Reading Terminal. So I've been around here for like eight years now.
0: So, John, if you're less into shopping and just say you want to take in the sights of the city, what else is going on down there? I understand that there's even a, a trolley tour. What's going on with that?
4: Yeah, well, there's things going on all over the city, and this one in uh, along Independence Mall. Uh, if you want to see holiday lights in a fun way, you can board the Jolly Trolley outside of the Bourse Building along Fifth Street near Market Street. The holiday light tour travels to various neighborhoods. It's also a BYOB and live entertainment on board.
2: Sorry. A
0: now.
4: There's even pizza waiting for you when you get back on the trolley after exploring the Smedley Street Christmas Light spectacular in South Philly. Who knew there was a, uh, a big cul-de-sac in the middle of, of, of South Philly? They have all these inflatables, uh, maybe about a couple dozen homes
0: uh, uh, around that circle and uh, a lot of fun there. Now, you, you spoke with Tim McAleer, the founder of the founding Footsteps Tours. So what did he have to say about the Jolly Trolley? Yeah, so,
4: so his company does various tours year-round, including this uh, holiday light tour. You hop on that Jolly Trolley, and you go to places uh, like private uh, light shows, if you will, uh, including the Miracle on South 13th Street in South Billy, the uh, Franklin Square Park light show, and you get off at, at certain places uh, and, and explore them. He's saying, you know, tourists are doing really well. This has been a really good year for tourism. As rough as 2020 was,
2: I think 2021, people were really itching to get out and do things. When I was a kid, my mom made sure that Christmas was gonna be a big deal for us every year. She would throw me and my siblings into a station wagon. She would find a Christmas station on the radio, and we would drive around the neighborhood and we'd look at lights. And so when I had the opportunity to try to do a fundraiser in 2016, I thought, what a cool idea. And that's how it started.
1: Did you guys do that as, as kids or even now, maybe like the driving around and looking at holiday lights in local neighborhoods was always such a huge thing when I was growing up living in the suburbs. So it's really cool that there, there is that in the city of Philadelphia. I've just never even noticed.
4: Yeah, it's a fun thing to. Uh, I heard people would get in the car and turn their radio to like, like a music station, a, a holiday, you know, radio station. The playing you our know, sister station uh, B one hundred and one, perhaps. <laughs> There you go and uh, maybe listening to uh, Mariah Carey. I, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but but they uh, you know people tuning in and driving around the neighborhood and 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 having snacks in the back seat and exploring the uh, the, the lights of, of of your neighbors. So this is, this is also kind of more organized and you do have to pay for this one. But uh, it's a lot of fun.
2: (laughs) I will say I made the migration out to the suburbs in the last year, and I have a newfound appreciation, A, for the people who put so much effort into their displays and their lawns, but also there is a massive amount of money that goes into people funding their own light displays. We put up a few inflatables for Halloween, and I'll tell you, like, we're not going to go overboard next time because we we got (laughs) a little bit more deeper involved than we thought we would because of our kids. But for the people who do it and do it up between the electricity bills and the cost of the inflatables, I am very impressed. It's always impressive to me.
1: Yeah, having just bought outdoor Christmas decorations for the first time, because this is the first time that I've had a place where I really have a front porch to decorate, uh, looking those up, those are not they're not cheap. Those inflatables especially, I did not go that route because I didn't feel like going that all in this year. But uh, those places that are super decked out are spending a
4: pretty penny. Yeah, electric bills are, are supposed to go up, too. I did a story on that, so this might be the year to, to, to get all those lights in uh, before your uh, electric bill, <laughs> if you're a Pico uh, uh, customer.
0: <laughs> and now, we we know this is the final weekend before Christmas, and we and there's so many things that are happening out there. What else should we be keeping an eye on as we go into this final week before Christmas?
4: How about the light shows? How about uh, two of my favorite things? Um The Macy's Light Show and the Comcast Holiday Spectacular. Uh, I remember when I would go there as a kid uh, to the then Wanamaker's Light Show with my family at now Macy's. And then uh, John Facenda was the narrator. Now uh, Julie Andrews is the narrator. Now the pandemic has changed things a bit on on those shows. The light show at Macy's is only once a day at 10.30 a.m. It used to be every half hour. And the show switches to 11.30 a.m. from December 25th to the 31st. The Comcast Holiday Spectacular is back, typically shown on the video wall in the lobby of the Comcast Center. It's free. It's a super high-res LED holiday show, and it moves outdoors. Now it runs daily at the top of every hour at 10 a.m. to
0: 8 p.m. And obviously, it's not just Christmas that we see when they talk about the holidays. There's also New Year's. And the biggest thing in the city, of course, is the famous or infamous, depending on how you look at it, Mummer's Parade that takes place on New Year's Day. What is the story on the Mummer's Parade making its return in 2022?
4: Weather permitting, the 2022 Mummers Parade will step off on January 1st. The Mummers, uh, which are made up of five divisions, the Fancy Division, the Wenches, Comics, String Bands, and the Fancy Brigades, they'll strut their stuff starting at 9 a.m. outside City Hall on New Year's Day, make their way down Broad Street, and end at Broad and Washington. There are performance points, uh, too, at Sansom, Pine, and Carpenter, and there are indoor Fancy Brigade performances at the convention center, too. They make a return this year. They are at 11 30 and 5 30. Tickets are on sale for those performances, and organizers are asking spectators and participants to follow all city and CDC COVID 19 safety guidelines. Sam Regalbudo is the president of the string band division. We want all the spectators to be able to enjoy this year's parade. We are asking all attendees and parade participants to please follow city and CDC guidelines regarding mask requirements. Jessica Mazzone is the president of the comic division. Last year, we
1: weren't able to gather and celebrate, so this year's parade has a special meaning for us. Philadelphia is one of the most diverse cities in the country, and the origin of the Mummers Parade has its roots in some of Philadelphia's immigrant communities. Our members are committed to showcasing performances that are family friendly and welcoming to all who attend.
0: Now, I know there's also going to be fireworks happening on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Where can people check those out here in the city? Yeah, there are two shows on New Year's Eve. Uh, Fireworks will
4: start at 6 p.m. along the Delaware River waterfront. And then another one at midnight. And for the first time ever, there will be fireworks on New Year's Day. They start at 6 p.m. along the Delaware River waterfront. You can stream the soundtrack live on both nights right here on KYW News Radio.
0: It's just like Sabrina had mentioned with B101 being the home of all your Christmas music. When you get to the new year, you can celebrate bringing in the new year here with those of us here on KYW News Radio, 103.9 FM and 1060 AM. And now, when we get past all that, January tends to be kind of blah once we get away <laughs> from New Year's and get away from all the festivities. But at the Philadelphia Zoo, there's a thing called Luminature. And it's one thing that people can do into early January. Now, for those who don't know about it, John, what is Luminature at the Philadelphia Zoo? Yeah, this this is something
4: really cool. Uh, the animals are in bed when you go, uh, so you won't. You might see uh, a, a, a something in the dark. I, I saw a, a zebra, kind of. Uh, I thought it was uh, in its uh, exhibit uh, in the dark. But uh, Luminature at the zoo features a million colorful lights throughout the zoo. Uh, there are fourteen zones. One is called "Tis the Sea Zone." It's an underwater garden that uh, you walk through. There's a giant glowing coral reef, an enormous jellyfish, and an octopus tree. If you haven't seen that, interesting. (laughs) Another zone has a 25-foot pink tree. It's completely made up of lighted flamingo lawn ornaments. It is a sight to see. It's a a lot of fun. There are performance artists uh, roaming about and uh, even fire pits where you can roast marshmallows. Uh, it takes place when, again, as the animals go off exhibit, and it runs through January 9th.
2: John, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I just have a sneaking suspicion you might have a take on this. I feel like you're the type of person who might have a take on this question. How would you rank Philadelphia compared to other cities in terms of what they do during the holiday season? You know, you always hear about New York City and Rockefeller Center and the Commons and Boston, but I feel like you're a worldly guy. Where would you put Philadelphia in terms of what it does for the holidays?
4: Wow so so this definitely is a unique and special place I mean ask anyone what a mummer is and 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 even a mummer who has been a mummer for decades uh, could probably not give you the best answer <laughs> you have to kind of experience it for yourself and I think that's what Philly uh, is it, it it's uh really passionate folks that put on great shows and uh really proud of their neighborhoods and themselves and and their neighbors and want to showcase it and I think You know, you always hear, you know, only in Philly, (laughs) and and it's really true. There are a lot of unique things, and things that were started here. I mean, the Mummers Parade, over 100 years ago. The Thanksgiving Parade, the oldest in the country. The Philadelphia Zoo that we just mentioned, the oldest in the country. There are a lot of firsts here, and there are a lot of current firsts going on. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, I think we stand out, and I'm not sure we can compare with any city, really. But I think more people have their hands on to, to things here than other corporate and uh, other cities that may be sponsored. Sure, we have sponsorships for different things. We need to. But I think there's a lot of neighborhood spirit behind all of those. So I think uh, I think we lead the pack.
0: I would certainly not argue that <laughs> that point made at all. And there's so many unique things here in the city of Philadelphia. And nobody really covers them better than our own John McDevitt. We're certainly looking forward to getting out there and enjoying all of that. John, how can people check out other things that you're keeping an eye on and working on around here? Well,
4: I'm on Twitter, uh, JM1060, and uh, on the radio, KYW News Radio,
0: pretty much every day. That's KYW's John McDevitt. Thank you so much, John, for joining us for this holiday edition of The Rundown. Thanks, guys. It was fun. And the Rundown is a production of KW News Radio Original Podcast. The show is produced by Sabrina Boyd Circa and Brian Seltzer. The director of podcasting for KW News Radio is Tom Rickard. Me, I'm just Jay Scott Smith, and you can follow me on Twitter at J. Scott Smith. That's real Jay Scott Smith on Instagram and Facebook, and you can hear me every day on K1W News Radio starting at 3 p.m. for Philadelphia's Afternoon News. That's on 103.9 FM, 1060 a.m. and on the Odyssey app. You can follow The Rundown on Twitter at the TheRundownPHL. Listen for free on the Odyssey app or just about wherever you get your podcast. We want to thank you for checking out this edition of The Rundown.